Good morning everybody and welcome to another Sunday Q&A. Uh, anyone who watches the videos all the time will probably know that Tuesday I went up and had a meeting with the CX. We all drove up to Coventry, there were six of us plus a couple of people from the CX and we had a big discussion about a lot of the things that you put across on the comments and yeah and then got to the bottom of it. Um, I will, right, we, had, we signed a non-disclosure agreement. The reason we signed this non-disclosure agreement was it was so that anybody could say anything that they actually wanted to say in the meeting without fear of any reprisals afterwards. As a result of which, I'm kind of going to have to be a little bit careful about what I say in the video. But the one, the one things I will say is the points the, the points that you made, a lot of them were raised, um, and they are being addressed, and that genuinely they do seem to care. They do generally say that you know, you know, as well as being a business. Genuinely, they do seem to care and they are listening. But in the meantime, what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise a few points and maybe some of my own opinions about these points. And, um, yeah, like I say. But rest assured, I, I, I did my best to put everything across and hopefully, sooner or later, um, things hopefully will come to fruition. So there we go. So we've got to leave that one there. And anyway, so in the meantime, <laughs> today's Q&A seems to be mostly about, you know, little peeves you've got about the CX and maybe things. And I've got to also figure if there was anything that I missed in the, in the meeting, I'll do this video, they do watch them. So any points that I make today, I'm sure the guys at the CX will take on board and I'm sure that they will do their best to resolve it. So anyway, we're gonna crash into it now. And anyway, we'll we just crack on with it. So, problems with the CX. Um, yeah, so a lot of people have issued with um, unreasonable jobs. And there's that thing that we, we mentioned, whose terms and conditions apply. Is it yours or is it theirs? Normally, theoretically, apparently, I believe it's kind of ours. Uh, but it is a bit of an issue because I had a job come through the other day. And it, when the job came through, it said on the job, by taking this job, you accept our terms and conditions. How we stand on that one, I don't know. But I, what I would say is if, for example, a job comes through and there's something on the job that you don't like, just ring them up and go, I'm not doing it. Uh, I know a couple of our drivers, they've had jobs come through and it's been alcohol. And they've just rung them up and said, you didn't mention it was alcohol, I'm not doing it. And one of our guys in particular, uh, Carl Hayden, my friend, um, he's, he's a no-nonsense bloke. He said, nope, not doing it. And I don't think it's a religious thing, although it could be a religious thing. It's more of an ethical thing. He says, I don't do fags, I don't do drugs, I don't, tra I don't transport drugs, I won't transport fags, I won't do any, I won't transport alcohol, I don't do anything that hurts people. So and that's fair enough. Um, for example, so if they post a job through and it says in the terms and conditions, as one of you guys raised, uh, Darren Man and Van, who is still out there doing the thing, his channel's out there. Hello, mate. Please tune in if you like, you know, if you're watching people on the road. Um, he said, well, jobs come, from, jobs come through, uh, no waiting time pay for the first 90 minutes. So just ring them up and say, right, it says on your thing, no waiting time pay for the, the first 90 minutes. So you think, I'm just going to sit there for an hour and a half. I'll tell you what, post it, give it to someone else. Or, if I, I mean, I'm not saying there will be waiting time, but if I get there and I am waiting, if you want to pay me after the first 20 minutes, half an hour, I'll do it. They'll say yes or no, won't they? Um, yeah, it's like um, another one, of course, is it's the particular one. I mean, the 90 days has now gone off, but like 60 days from end of invoice. You're only going to get paid for three months. It's ludicrous. Um, and, and I presume, you know, we, but again, don't take the job. Look at it and I say, oh, I just see the notes, I ain't going to get paid for three months. Tell you what, give it to someone else. Or just go, or, as like Martin Graham says, um, 
and also Smithy UK, sometimes it's better to wait for a different job and wait for a better rate. Not all jobs pay low rates. And I always say, quote the price that you're happy to do the job for. Um, if you do the job, then that way, if, if you get the job, you get it. If you don't, you don't move on to the next one, you know? So, I mean, I do tend to, ch- tend to quote slightly on the cheap side, I think. I mean, I quote often on a Luton 110. I don't think it's cheap. I think it's... Some people quote 120, 130. I tend to be around a 10 mark. Um, and um, on, on a minimum of a job, I say on a minimum of a job, I, I normally look for about 60, 70 pounds, but I was doing jobs like, I did one on Friday for 40, just because it was round the corner and it was only going four miles. And I thought, well, I'll have it off in an hour or two. I'll, and also I know where it's coming from and where it was going to. So that kind of helps. Um, but there is, a, I mean, the problem that I seem to have is that if I quote a job for a, like a 130 mile, never win it. But we had to do a job this week, we had to chip some paperwork back and it was Wembley, it's basically, it was 12 sheets of A4 going from Wembley to Milton Keynes. Um, the cheapest we could get that job off was 45 quid. That's probably about 30 miles, small van. I mean, that's, I, I was looking for 25 on that one, couldn't get it. We had quotes in at £1,900. At the same time, I was moving four pallets from like, Bristol up to Coventry. I was only getting that for that. So there is a, a something that I personally don't understand as a shipper, is how come whenever I'm bidding on jobs, if I bid silly money, I never win them, and if ever I put if we, if we post a job, we often get jobs in at silly money. Maybe am I trying to get them off too quickly, or um, am I just the unlucky one? I don't know. Shippers out there, Ian particularly, how you doing, mate? Or anyone, really, who anyone knows better than me, if you would care to enlighten me and cast your um, experience on this one, um, that, that would be brilliant. Thanks very much. Let me know what I'm doing wrong here. Um, and there's one from Lloyd J here as well. Yeah, he says, yeah, that's the thing. He said, backload jobs. Now, this is another thing. It's a hot chart. It's a backload. It's a load. Maybe it would be better if it just came up as job. I mean, I'm, in my mind, the way it always works is if it's a backload, it's not on the hurry up. Kind of can be picked up any time within the next four or five hours, can be dropped off any time before midnight or tomorrow, can co-load if possible. That's a backload to me. When it turns up and it says, must be picked up before seven o'clock in the morning and get there ASAP on a Friday morning, that ain't a backload. That just says, I want it cheap. Um, and I've, we've seen them before where they've actually come up with the offers. Job pays, you know, 90 pound. Luton Van, London to Edinburgh. And I think, no, it doesn't. No, no, it really doesn't. If someone wants to do it for £90, and possibly there is someone out there who does it, let them do it. Just let them do it. Who was the guy? One of the guys who says about, um, probably come down to the busy falls. Yeah, there's plenty of work for those who work for nothing. As my mate David, taxi driver, says, let them do it. Um, another one, he says, uh, Yorkshire Daily Grind, um, he's a shipper. And he said, the thing about the CX, he says, um, particularly from a shipper's point of view, is you effectively have to become a bank. And probably from the driver's point of view as well. Um, which is the fact that, um, basically, you're going to be doing the jobs and you're going to get paid after 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Um, which does beg the question, you know, so the, the, only those that are actually can, can basically weather the storm will stay on the CX. So the long and short of it, you're going to have a core people on the CX, probably supplies to owner drivers as well as shippers, who kind of know what they're doing and doing the game correctly. And then there's always going to be an element that doesn't really know what it's doing, comes in, quotes everything cheap, messes it up for everybody else, goes bust. 
But as quickly as they go bust, another element comes in. The truth of the matter is this is like any business in life and there's nothing we can do about it. We're just going to have to get on with it and hope for the best. But I, there is a question of how much money should you need if you want to start the CX. But I kind of think that's a video in itself. So I might do that anyway. Thanks for the um, input as well. Auction and Daily Grind. Always lovely. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Damien Luton Govan said uh, improvements on the um, the maps. It would be nice to see, you know, time to pick up and all that kind of stuff. I think their system is linked into Google Maps. So they're kind of, are, the, the system is supposed to be linked in with traffic. I think that's true, I'm not sure. But the one thing I have said before is, I've done this before, where, say, for example, I've gone on the map, the map thing, and it said, you're half an hour away, it's quite a job. They said, thanks very much. And then I'll put it in a ways, and it says, you're 50 minutes away. So the first thing I did is ring the shipper straight back. I said, right, I'll give it to you straight. When I booked the job, the app told me I was 30 minutes away. I put it straight in a ways, it's now telling me I'm 50 minutes away. And the bloke just went, oh, that's all right, don't worry about it. Because at least you can, again, keep them informed. Don't keep them in the dark. Don't, because otherwise they're going to get their customer ringing them, going, where is he? And you're supposed to be there half an hour ago. If you tell him at the outset, he can ring his customer straight away and go, I told you that van would be in there at 11. It's going to be at 11.20. And they'll go, okay, fine. And then they're expecting him at 11.20. It's that kind of thing when I used to come back from the market and I used to tell my wife, I think, I'd leave the market at four, tell her I'd be home at half past five. Because that's how long it took me to get in in the morning. Because I was going into central London at four o'clock in the morning. You can do it, you know, yeah. On the way home, it was two and a half hours. Now I say, if I'm leaving, I leave the market at four, I tell her I'll be home at seven. She goes, seven? That's like, I'm going to be home, love traffic. Then I'd roll in at upper six. You roll in at upper six, you're half an hour early, she's happy. Just tell people the truth and try not to give them the rosy side, you know. If you give them, if you give them the worst case scenario, a pessimist is never disappointed, you know. Um... What's we got? Also, gluten van. Wouldn't it be lovely if we could cut, cut and paste? Cut and paste. Yes, it would be lovely if we could cut and paste. I think they're aware of that. I think it's a platform issue. I don't know. So, and if they're not, be lovely. If could, be lovely if we could cut and paste, guys. Um, Steve Davis, the placing bits thing. Uh, pulling over to send a quote. It is. It's a we. All right. Bear me a second. Let's go let that cat out. Noisy animals. Uh, right. Uh, where's we, Steve Davis? Yeah, the, the placing bids is a problem because obviously you you got a, you can't do the phone when you're driving all the time. Um, but if you don't do the phone when you're driving, if you get the motorway and you can see it ping up on the dashboard, and you can't electronic quote because you can't, they don't want you to ring them. So by the time you pull off and you've done the quote, the job is sold. It is an issue. There's one potential way around this which I'm looking into, um, which is I bought one of them Alexa dot things. Because it hopefully works with the stereo in the house. Um, it's, that's a very long story. But theoretically, if I get a Wi-Fi dongle, put that in the van, I think they're about a score a month or something like that, and then get an Alexa and link that up to Wi-Fi dongle, you can talk to the Alexa. I think there might be a way around it. I'm going to have to try and look into this. It's basically like making your, um, your van, the Starship Enterprise, at the next generation. I don't know if it'll make me tea or grey hot, but I'll give it a bash. Um, show me age there, I think. Uh, yeah, so that's something, but otherwise, it's an issue. It is an issue. So, guys, if you're listening at the CX, this phone on the dashboard thing, maybe some kind of voice command or something like that would be worth saying. Now, we might have brought that up in the um, in the meeting. We might not. I'm not allowed to say. But if we hadn't, you, you know, you guys, I know they're listening. It's been addressed now. Um, what else we got? Cream. Yeah, right, this is Craig, sorry, I've scribbled that word down, and James Rowan. Um, a problem with shippers not paying on time. 
yes, this is an issue. When they say 30 days from end of month or 30 days from invoice from end of month, so you put the invoice in on the 1st, so they don't process it until the end of the month, and then they pay 30 days after that, so 60 days, and 60 days go by and you still haven't got your money. Um, there's one potential way around this, and again, I'm uh, open to suggestions on this one. Leave me negative feedback. Turn up and say, I mean, it's, it's, it's a known to drive. If you turn up late, they're going to give you negative feedback. Why doesn't it work the other way around? So ring the shipper and go, right, you were supposed to pay me last week. So pay me within the next two days. And if you don't pay me, I'm going to leave you negative feedback. And I'm going to say the reason I've left you negative feedback is you won't pay me within the terms. And that's, you know, payment late is surely the same as turning up late, isn't it? And in fairness, try, you know, honestly, offer a shipper negative feedback. And then suddenly it'll be like, oh, what can we do? So possibly, don't know. Once again, Please give us comments back on that one. I am here to be educated, and I'm very pleased to pass your comments on. What else we got? Jason Burke. Um, he says the thing. He says he says finds it very difficult that people on the CX will actually make money as an owner driver. He said a lot of people he knows have joined as owner drivers, have then either gone on to do the shippery thing, which is kind of what I've done, or um, of then or otherwise fallen off. I've said this before. Um, you can make money as an owner driver on the CX. It depends how much money you want. Um, I think you can make a living out of it. That's just my personal opinion. Um, like yesterday, I didn't have any of my end user jobs. I still went out. All the jobs I fetched off the CX, I started at 7 o'clock in the morning. I got home about 7 o'clock at night in a Luton van. I pulled 280 quid. Do that all week long. That's 1,200 quid. Bless me X's and D's and stuff like that. It puts me at a piano. Put a tax. You know, still bringing in hundred, hundred fifty pound a day. It's not, you know, don't get me wrong. You've got to put the work in. But then I've also said it's kind of the, the CX is often not a platform. It's a, it's a springboard. I keep saying this. Ain't a magic wand. No one's going to roll up at your door with a, with a, with a lorry load of cash and dip it into your swimming pool. Ain't it cheering? You know, it's kind of. Um, but and also when you're running on the CX, other people will go, "Oh, you're a career driver. Oh, I need you to be a career driver." Put it on the Facebook, do other things as well. You don't have to just use the CX, but I still think it's an invaluable tool. Also, from a shipper's point of view, it's a brilliant way for us to we, we track our drivers, we can see where they are, the invoicing system all comes into one thing. I, I do think it's a very I think it's the best system. I actually think it's the best system out there. It may need some work, but um, that's why we're doing this. So we can talk about things that maybe they want to do. And this is things, obviously, that we discussed. But, yeah. Uh, what else we got? But, no, I, I, honestly, Jason, I think... Maybe it's not for everybody, but it kind of works for me, and it's worked for a few other people I know. It, it, it depends. Everyone's different. It depends what you want out of it. It depends. Oh, we've got one of our drivers particularly, Martin. How you doing? He's a lovely guy. He's kind of a little bit. He he's, he's kind of does it to keep his hand in. He doesn't need the dough, but he kind of enjoys it. He kind of does it as a hobby. Gets him out there, keeps him active, that kind of thing. Like you know, everybody's different. You might be 18 and raring to go. You might be, I've seen them before at BMW Parts, these Uncle Albert types. They turn up in a little van, they get out, big beard in the cap, pick up a few parts for BMW, go drop it off. They're probably retired, they've got a pension, they're doing okay. They can't kick around the house because they're driving the wife mad, so they go out and drive their van all day, have a cup of tea, smoke a roll-up, talk to their mates and come home. You know, it's a rainy day, won't bother today. There's, there's so many different ways you can work it. Um, but I've got to say, for me, it's worked. It has you know, don't go up on about it, it has. Um, Steve Fisher and Barat Odera. Yeah, it would be, he said it would be nice to um, see how much a job is sold for. Now, I thought about this, 
And the thing is, I, th- I don't think it would be in our best interest. Because the problem with that is, if you think about it, is if a job was sold for like, you saw the job sold for £60, you go, right, next time I'm going to quote 55. Next time it's 50, I'm going to quote 50. I'm going to quote 45. I'm going to quote 40. To show how much a job was sold for would actually be to encourage a race to the bottom. As long as you keep it sort of blank, then that's what what I think. There we go. Right, that's enough about um, problems with the CX. Like I say, guys, I know you're out there. Well, I don't know you're out there, but I assume you're out there. And if you're listening, there's a few comments that have come in between now and then. I know we chatted about some stuff. Um, Some of that might have been talked about. Some of it might not. Please take it all on board. And um, there you go. So, right, okay. Other things. Uh, Rabatta10, who, hello, mate, he's a regular contributor. He said he didn't know about the CX until my video, but they're sort of, um, they are actually importers. And as a result of doing the videos, they found out about the CX, and they are now posting jobs as shippers on the CX. Yeah, please tell your friends. (laughs) The more jobs on there, the better. We all want more jobs. We're all out there driving. The more jobs, the more chance we have of getting work. Yeah, if you know any shippers, please tell your friends, honestly. That's good for all of us. Um, Danny Richardson, what are the best fuel cards? We used UK fuels. I think they're pretty much of a muchness, but UK fuels are working for us. It's a good little dialogue system, and you get two cards. One you can use uh, Apple Greens and a load of the others. Um, ones you can use uh, BP stations, which are my favourites, because the Apple Green, the, 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 one of the cards, is, the problem with fuel cards that I've found is trying to work out which petrol stations take which fuel cards. But if you've got a BP fuel card, you can know which petrol stations take it, the ones that say BP on them. And also BP petrol stations tend to be up and down the motorway and because it's a card, you actually get it cheaper on the motorway stations than you do in the one around town, which I still can't get my head around. But they're the ones we use. Do I recommend them? Yes. Would I recommend any others? Possibly. My mate, Simple Brian, he likes the one that you use at the supermarkets because you get your points back. Down to you guys, really. I think it's six and one half dozen, you know, with the cards. Um, Ian Woodard said, with a chequered flag... On the um, on the app, it would be really good if you had one where there's a pickup as, as well. So you could have, if you could look at that and go, oh, I don't want to pick up from there. That's JCB. JCB ain't that scary. Um, there is, <laughs> Mate, there is. It's not a checkered flag. It's kind of like it's like a location marker sitting in a cradle. Looks like a mini anvil. And the reason there isn't two checkered flags is because if there was two checkered flags, you might go, oh, I'll pick that job up. That's round the corner from me, dropping off over there. And then you get there and you realise it's the other way round. So the checkered flag is to show you where the end is. And there's a little kind of um, location marker sitting in, in, in a crucible thing. Also, with the location marker sitting on the crucible thing and with the checkered flag, you can tap on them. And if you tap on them, the first four, five, first three, four letters, the postcode comes up. So you can actually, if you know the postcode you want to avoid, you can go, oh, that's an airport. Oh, that's a hospital. Oh, been there before. So, yeah, you can do it, mate. Um, and finally, what else have we got there? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, basically, that's it. <laughs> I'll toss finally, I ran out. Uh, okay, so thanks very much for listening. As always, guys, uh, thank you, everybody, at the, uh, uh, for the CX for having me, and thank you to my fellow drivers who turned up for, for the chat and the nice day and the coffee and all that. And, yeah, and I even got a job out of it. We were chatting, and the job came in from one of the other guys, and um, so I've even got work Monday morning. Of course, I lost all my work on Tuesday, but, hey, what are you going to do? Let's hope that the, the, the import... But that's fine, I don't mind that. Um, it was nice to meet people it was nice to put faces to names and hopefully 
I've managed to put some of your points across and hopefully it'll all be taken on board and it'll all work. So, but in the meantime, that's it. Weekend's out. Know what to do. Take care, take money. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.